is so weird trying to do this without music. So I forgot to share a podcast episode that I recorded I I remember sharing with myself oh god alright where am I going to go I guess I still have to go anywhere really um Since since I recorded the one that you, the one that is the most recent, I have, I've been going through a lot of things. I hope you find as much comfort in my words as I did, listening to... I guess I titled it Podcast 5. I hesitate to be honest and vulnerable with with all of you because I don't want you to worry or be concerned. But I suppose I can't control how you're going to feel. Last night, this would be about, uh, I don't know, 23 hours ago, I snapped mentally. And physically, I put knife to skin, full-blown balls to the walls, panic attack. Some it 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 was the worst that I've ever experienced. at the thought of going to work today, which is now past. I was scared. I had been drinking a lot. I had been putting off tasks that I wanted to do for myself. Disassociating. Um, I'll be more specific. This is so vague. My um, 100% vulnerability and honesty. Like it's the last podcast I'm leaving you. 
my box spring. I ordered a box spring for my mattress. Um, I had been okay with the fact, or okay with the idea of it, um, and kind of thought it neat and, um, I don't know, hipster, that my queen-size mattress was on milk crates. <laughs> um, but I wanted to use those milk crates to do something, to, to, to make something else. Um, meaning my studio, my, my, my little studio corner. Um, so I could rest my laptop and have my keyboard out and my, my, my DJ controller and my launch pad all out at the same time. Have all of my creative outlets out at the same time. To do that, I knew that I'd have to get an actual box spring or something like unto it. So I ordered one a week ago. And it came two days ago. I wanted to set it up yesterday. But I put it off. I let that task sit there. And not even just like a task. It was an amount of effort that would help. That I knew was going to make my life better. And I put it off. And I put it off. And I put it off. During the day. And played Xbox instead. I'm not disparaging playing video games. I love playing video games. I love the storytelling elements. I love the artistry. But more, but more to the point of yesterday, I loved disassociating into somebody else's story. Other than my own. So I suppose that's really where it started. The mental snap. But, a lot of good came from it during the day, and I suppose during the night. Um, my friend Michael, Michael needed somebody to uh, drive his car after he bought a Jeep from our mutual friend Caden. He's also a co-worker at Wingnuts. Uh, a Jeep. Michael's very excited about this Jeep. He, but he needed, he was going to need somebody to drive it. Because he has his car. And if he's buying another one, he's got to have somebody to drive one or the other. And I suppose really in reality, he could have had Caden drive the Mercedes. And then drive him back and do that, but I was there. Here, I mean, I was here at the house, and I wasn't doing anything. I skipped out on therapy. 
feel like that was no, maybe that was the um, the real start of the snap. Or going, you know, going back into old patterns, bailing, bailing on myself. Maybe that's where it started. And then it didn't really matter how much I did for other people because I had already bailed on myself. It was something that I knew that was important. So, anyway, the rest of it was... I don't want to mean faking it, but... I knew that I hadn't honored myself first. And so every other interaction was... I was overcompensating. And even though I enjoyed hanging out with Caden and Michael, and eventually Zach at the end of the night, when I was about to go to bed, I was not at peace. I was in turmoil. <sighs> Put knife to throat. Didn't drag it. Dragged it lightly. But it really fucking hurt. <laughs> you guys, it really fucking hurt. I do have a mark on my left arm and a mark on my right arm for a knife. Just testing it to see if I could actually fucking do it. I can't fucking do it. Both sides of my head are sore. When I touch them from punching myself. And I, I forgot I did that until this morning or this afternoon. I can't remember. When I went to go swipe hair out of my face. And then my head was tender. And then I remembered. Painfully. I hit myself. I hit myself in the head. And then I remembered that I was punching myself because I was calling myself fucking stupid. And I felt so sorry, so bad, so remorseful. I was trying to apologize to my body then. <sighs> I'm sorry that I let it get out of hand. And I'm not talking about control. Talking about balance. My body doesn't know what to do. It only does what I tell it to. My body is doing its best. 
So why am I hurting it? Like a similar to the a sweet dog or a sweet cat or a sweet pet that is just trying to do what it's told. But the master is in conflict. The master doesn't realize its own place. And so the animal reacts. And then it gets scolded. And then the animal's left reeling. What, 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 what the fuck did I do? I just did what you told me. Or what you've told. Or what you have told me. And after that, after I put knife to skin, they're not deep. There isn't much. There wasn't blood. But there are marks as a reminder. I was laying in bed. Still reeling from this panic attack. Still in the panic attack. It felt like it was for fucking ever. And I put the belt... I put my belt around my fucking throat and thought, well, if I can't cut myself, if I can't slice my own throat, then maybe I can strangle myself. Maybe that's a more peaceful way to go. Maybe that's something I can do without pussying out. I remember trying four or five times. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So fucking frustrated with myself. You can't even commit to fucking dying. This is one thought I remember having. What can you fucking commit to? That's where I was. Sleep didn't help. I don't remember if I cried myself to sleep. I don't remember falling asleep. I only knew that I woke up not wanting to do anything. Not especially not go to fucking work. I thought of that phone ringing. I thought of that receipt printer. Printing the next fucking will of the people that I need to be subject to. And I thought, fuck that. Fuck you and fuck everyone. Why should I be subject to your fucking needs? Cook for yourself. I lost sight of the purpose of service. Because I was only thinking about me and my experience. However, 
on another level. Maybe not however, but on another level. I am proud of me for sticking up for my own mental health. I went about it in a way that doesn't didn't communicate what I was really fucking feeling with with my employer. Excuse me. All I said was I can't fucking do another 10-hour shift. I can't fucking work. I'm not fucking working. No way. Scared to be vulnerable. Scared scared to tell her. I'm still having this panic attack. And I self-harmed. I haven't snapped like that in a long time. I had a feeling that I should call. But I didn't want to. Because I thought, no way would anybody listen. Just like nobody's listened in the past. So I had an emotional reaction. A subconscious emotional reaction. My body responded in panic mode. Learning how to do my shadow work. Uncovering that subconscious mind that I have, that is me, is fucking messy. One thing that I was thinking about, rationalizing, another a tool that I was rationalizing with, is that it's not my fucking fault that the store is understaffed and undertrained. However, here it is. Here's what is my fault. I am absolutely well oh, absolutely fuck that that that's just too conclusive just like suicide right just like death it's just too conclusive i suck at communicating um i suck at communicating my emotional state Uh, because I don't think people give a shit. Because hour to hour, minute to minute, that shit is in flux. Because I'm trying to rewire my fucking brain. And so, it's, it's, it, I feel that, uh, I think and feel that, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like a, like a computer constantly doing updates, right? Uh, Jesus Christ. Can you just do the fucking full update and then tell me what happened? That's how I feel like most people would perceive my emotional updates. 
or or my rewiring updates, you know, from moment to moment, it is in flux. I remember a lot of things that aren't happening right now. But my body doesn't know the difference, right? Because once I remember those things, my body is right back there, creating those stress hormones, those survival mechanisms, ready to fucking go. <laughs> In a sense of... I was watching This Is The End with my my friend Zach. It's the apocalypse. It's a movie about the apocalypse. And all these actors. James Franco, uh, Seth Rogen, you know. All the all these fucking funny guys, you know. The apocalypse happens. And they and they've been so creative that they have no fucking survival skills. That they just lose their fucking minds. And that was so validating for me because I've been in survival mode for so long <laughs> that I'm like, are you guys fucking serious? Uh, don't hold a weapon like that. Also, don't fucking... <laughs> oh my god. I'm wishing for the apocalypse to happen so that I can be final so that I can finally be fucking viable in this fucking world. That's how I felt. And still feel. What the point? What was the fucking point of me learning how to build a fire? Of me learning how to shoot a weapon? How to do any of this like base survival human shit but then be paired with within me this this creative fucking energy like okay um here's what i mean um, clarity. When I was home and felt safe, I was creating. I was making music. I was <laughs> using fabric paints to draw on my clothes, spray paints and and fabric paints and stencils and I was creating and I felt more creative. But I had no survival skills. I had Boy Scout survival skills. You know. But I don't think I was really paying attention. 
I was going through the motions, showing up, wondering what the fuck is the point of all of it. I would hear my elders say that this, this, these skills are important and for this, this, and that purpose and all that. But honestly, I wasn't fucking listening. I was just hoping it would end so I could get back to... Well, shit, I... Get back to... What? To playing? To playing with my friends? Friend? Back then it was a friend, I think. No bother. Jason Dagenstein. He was a friend, I think. His father was a... A Cub Scout leader in the fucking church. And then a, 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 in my church in, in Lincoln City, Oregon. And then... I don't know. I saw so many different definitions of what a man is. But it wasn't my fucking father there. It wasn't my fucking father. And I know it's no fucking excuse. Because... There were boys whose father was there. And they may still be just as lost as I am. As to what? <laughs> as to what a man is. And I'll, and I'll tell you why that is a concern for me. I am a, 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 well, I'm pretty sure I'm a cisgendered. My skin tone is white. So a cisgendered, white, uh, male, heterosexual, for the most part. I've made out with guys. You know, not for me. Too aggressive. Also, I don't know if I want anything in my bum. I don't think I want to suck a dick. It's just... It's just not something. But I can appreciate a beautiful male physique and a good-looking penis, right? I mean, there, there's... I have a strong sense of aesthetic based on what I like. <laughs> and I think, oh, I have a beautiful penis... Okay, sorry. Too far, too far. We, I don't. Want, I want to keep this. Oh dear. Anyway, what I mean is something that I've struggled with my whole life is well, maybe not even my whole life, but um, let's just say, let's just say recently. I am so very fucking excited 
with the rise of feminine empowerment. Because it speaks to a standing up against the established order. Women, grow hair, dudes. Women have pubic hair, women have armpit hair, women have leg hair. And if you think that's gross, grow the fuck up. And if you as a dude who are who, who identifies as cisgendered male, I don't even give a fuck if you're white. If you were part of that privileged mentality, that privileged status of male, cisgendered, and you think you have the right to comment negatively, saying, "Yeah, you should trim. You should. You shouldn't be growing here." You need to shut the fuck up. And you need to re-examine your own fucking shit. Your own fucking programming, man. Because this is, this, this, that, that whole, uh, that notion that women are supposed to be clean-shaven everywhere. Guys. That is a recent development, by the way. That's a recent thing in terms of human uh, existence being here. Women have fucking body hair, dog. And honestly, unless it's her choice, if she wants to shave and wax and she's done her own deprogramming, this is not a popular opinion, I'm sure. This sounds like mansplaining. But if she's done her own deprogramming, she sees the construct, she sees and she understands. Like, yeah, I know. I know it's, it's something that is forced upon me as from society to not have hair and all of that but for me and my body I really like how I look without hair hey if that's what she's about that's what she's about cool date her then if that's such a big concern for you date that person okay if, if that's how shallow your standards are date that person But under no fucking circumstance, my boys, are you allowed any commentary on if a woman wants to grow her hair out? If you think you are, you need to shut the fuck up and analyze your own entitlement to even the audacity that you have to say how somebody else should be living their fucking life. Expressing their fucking artistry. 
I'm not a woman. But I feel, though, in past lives I have been one. In some way, in some sense, I can't explain it. It's just something that I feel. I, I, uh, well, I, on some infinite level, quantum level, um, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that my, my, my suffering is the same in this life that it is for, for, for loads of, for women and, and fuck, especially transgendered LGBTQ uh, people, but, But my, but if I'm to use my own trauma, my own suffering, my own experiences of people trying to squash me based on their own fucking paradigm of who I should be, if I'm drawing on those, those are universal emotions. And the same fucking rhetoric that you don't think that I have any say in any of this, well, then you've turned into the enemy that you've fought so hard against. What I mean is the human experience of... Growing. Look. <laughs> being, being fucking bullied is fucking universal. That's why if you choose to see that life is not fair, well, then you're going to look for reasons why it's not. I know because I speak from experience, and even as I'm saying it, I'm, my body is retaliating. But it's fucking true. Life is not unfair. If you choose to see it that way. Meaning we've all been fucking bullied. If you choose to act and see the world as a victim, you will continue to be the victim. Regardless of your identity, regardless of if you grow body hair or not. And what I am so like, if you, if you, do your thing with confidence, self-confidence, and fuck what they what anybody else has to say. You're gonna be fine. Not all the time, because holy shit, that's hard to fucking do, especially if you've not been raised in a an environment where that's fucking that's. 
you know, like, especially if you have to do it yourself. <sighs> Look, hard does not mean unfair. Everybody's got it hard. Everybody. Everyone, everything. Nature is unforgiving as fuck. And nature doesn't give a shit. In the sense of, look at, look at nature. Watch the cheetah chase the antelope. Sometimes the antelope gets away. But guess what? That means the cheetah goes hungry. And so do her cubs. And if the cheetah can't chase and catch the antelope, then eat it to provide milk for her babies, then her babies are going to die. And so is the mother. But the antelope gets to live, and then her life goes on, and then da 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 But for the cheetah, Her babies are dead because she couldn't catch the antelope and eat it. Right? Now, there are lots of comparisons we could put to life within nature, but there's that neuroscience thing, the frontal lobe that us humans have that is very developed the only reason why we can even think about these things is because our brains are ready to think about these things we can unpack the nature of nature <laughs> that's, that's awesome Living in survival is easy. We do it all the time. I do it all the time. Living in survival mode is base level. You know what? And that's where I was going. That's where I was going with. That's where I was going to when I was talking about watching This Is The End. It would be so much simpler if the apocalypse did happen. I could turn my frontal lobe off and just go into survival mode, fully into survival mode. Kill or be killed. Resources, acquisition of wealth or food or whatever. But that's not going to happen. As a species, it, it's not going to happen. Because it can't. Because love wins over fear. Truth and understanding win over fear every time. So, 
There are ancient diseases or ancient viruses that come to keep us in check. Kind of like, um, like a system check to see how y'all doing. That's happened <laughs> throughout history, at least documented history. Maybe even more times than that. So, what really matters? What really matters? connection. It's truth. It's things that we know inherently. Science is finally catching up to what we've all known. Right? I mean, I don't know if we've all known. Science is finally catching up to what I've known. Before I even was introduced to Alan Watts, to all, to, to, to a number of scientists and theories and all this shit. <laughs> I've always fucking known it. I've always known that it's all connected. That we're all connected. That there's nothing separate at all. That it's just a it's 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 all just an agreed upon illusion. Well, not illusion, but it's an agreed-upon construct. And uh, I've always known that I hated it. I hate this agreed-upon construct. I think it's fucking horseshit, you guys. This money concept, all these schemes... The stock market, taxes, IRS. I'm not even trying to get political with it. I don't... It doesn't make any fucking sense to my spirit. What? You know? It's just... It's batshit mental. It's old world garbage. It's, it's, it, it, this, it has the same validity as a fucking monarch saying, my blood is ordained of God. That's why I get to rule. No. What? 
dude. That's horseshit. That's so fucking bonkers backwards. And we're seeing it fall apart. We're seeing it. We're seeing it fall apart right fucking now. All these big companies, you know. <laughs> can't even last a month without a bailout. Hmm? Hmm. Companies are not people. Companies are comprised of people. And... That's so f that's those companies that try to paint themselves as people are falling apart and rightfully fucking so. What is this? What's that, that, that term? Sister company? All that shit? Nah. No. You're a, that's a business. What about the people? What about the people that make up your company? Do you even fucking know them? Do they feel comfortable even fucking talking to you? What are they doing? What are they about? I'm thinking about the airlines. Which I still think should be in... Look. I still think airlines are important. I still think travel and commerce are important and and absolutely viable. But the model that they were, that they are constructed under, it, well, obviously it doesn't fucking work, does it? One global fucking crisis and it's all fucking come apart and they need bailouts. Bailouts with fake fucking money. Numbers fluffed into their fucking bank accounts, yeah? Who's paying for that? What's paying for that? Does it even fucking exist? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck is even real? What's real? Is money real? Uh, don't think so. It's a hard, it's a hard line construct. Like in a brain, right? It's a hardwired thing. Uh, a neural pathway that is hardened in society. So much so that it's so fast. We don't even fucking question it. Like, um, when you're depressed, or you have been rehearsing a memory within your brain over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over to the point where it's fucking, it's always fucking happening, right? In your head. Your body doesn't know the difference. Because to your body, it's always happening. So you're always constantly stressed. You're still fucking there in that fucking memory over and over and over to such an extent that now that neural pathway or pathway is 
calcified. And now you know no other way because that neural pathway has been used so often you're left with well what else is there what else is there And I absolutely believe that people should be compensated for their fucking efforts. I also believe that money is not the end-all, be-all of success. And I also believe that money, (laughs) whatever the fuck that is, is nothing. Really, truly, because money, like Bob Marley says, money is numbers, and numbers never end. So if your only goal is money, you will never find happiness. I would edit it and say peace. You will never find peace chasing numbers goals are very definitive I think goals are important and take this for what you want it or take this for how you want to take it monetary goals not my thing Because monetary goals, once I reach them, then what? Then what? Then I have to set a new one? That's fucking madness. I'm relying on external... Um, there I, there I go, like, there I go again. Relying on external forces to, to, to validate my fucking value. And that's when I get fucking suicidal. If I go down that fucking rabbit hole too far. Because then my value is tied to what I have in my bank account. Then how is that fucking fair? How is that even fucking real? Because it's a bank account. Bet you, bet you, if I knew how to hack, do it well, I could change that fucking number in my bank account to whatever fucking number I wanted to, right? If I knew the program, there are probably assholes that do it now. Just fluff the fucking numbers or whatever the fuck. And so now they think they have value. Because their bank account has this many commas in it. Hey, man. I'm pretty stoked to have a comma in my bank account right now, though. It does feel fucking good. 
I feel safer. I feel secure. But that's because I'm in survival mode. Because I'm relying on external influences to prove to me that I am a value. I want to share something that I wrote. Because I was listening to um, uh, something that my mom uh, my mom sent me. Um, I can't quite remember his name right now. Um, but, but he is a neuroscientist, I think. I don't fucking know. Let me see. Hold on. I'll give it to you. Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's talking about um, this, this is similar to the, what I'm talking about, and he gave me more context. Anyway, before I even listen to this, my mom sent me these links uh, fucking ages ago. Uh, but I wrote this today. Let me see where it I wrote this today because I didn't know what the hell the fuck to do. I felt so fucking guilty for bailing out on work. and I felt guilty for taking time for myself. But I really just, I didn't, I didn't communicate in the right way. And I knew that I didn't. But then I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not going to fucking work. Angry. I didn't say it that way. But I, in essence, I didn't communicate that. Hey, you, everyone. Hey, Jasmine. I had a, I, I, I had a mental break. I snapped. I put, I put. You know, I, don't, I wasn't vulnerable, and so she didn't fucking get it. She thought I was bailing. That's her own fucking experience. But also, there's mine. You know. And also, you know. It it really isn't my fucking fault that the store is understaffed and undertrained. I mean, I guess it is because I could be pushing. I am a great leader, and but I don't think people are going to listen. So I don't fucking say anything. It's just fucking dumb. It's fucking childish. You know why? Because I don't want to take. I don't want. I don't want to take responsibility for the fucking for the failure. I don't want to fucking lose. But here I am losing every fucking day, every fucking minute. And you know who I'm losing to? You know who I'm disappointing the most? And this is why I'm fucking depressed. I'm disappointing myself. 
I'm disappointing myself because I wanted to be doing these podcasts more often. I have a responsibility with this level of self-awareness. With the creativity that I have, I have a responsibility and I fucking hate it. And it's not because I don't, it's not because I hate you guys. It's not because I hate the people who listen. It's because I'm scared of letting you down. (laughs) I'm scared of being told you're not enough. (laughs) Which is obvious. Because the more that I repeat that self, repeat that thing in my head, that, that thought, right? Over and over. I'm not enough. I'm scared that I'm not enough. I'm scared that disappointed people. Hey, guess what? Asshole. That's exactly what you're fucking doing. I'm disappointing you and I'm letting you down. Because I'm letting myself down. However, I'm here to tell you I'm here to tell you it I'm right there with you if you feel that way. I am so fucking right there with you. Even if I can't be there with you, even if I don't feel comfortable being right there with you in physical presence. Um, I'm right there fucking with you. Because I've... Anyway, okay. No need to go down that rabbit hole. Um, I was talking about... Seeking external validation. Where is it? I was so... Didn't even realize how fucking brilliant it was until I heard somebody else who was, who has the f- title of doctor say it. But I said it, I wrote it. It's fucking there. Um, forgive me while I peruse my journal here real quick and by the way um, my journal is sparsely uh, uh, done written in Um, and I tell you that because I don't I don't want to put myself on a fucking pedestal and I don't want you to put me on a fucking pedestal you guys I'm just a fucking person same as you And, guys, I I put a knife to my throat last night. Okay? I want you to understand that I fucking struggle too. It's not that I'm bad. I mean, my ego wants to say that, yeah, no, I'm... I'm way smarter than everybody else, and I'm not. I'm not fucking smarter than anybody else. And nobody's fucking smarter than anybody else. 
Nobody's more valuable than anybody else, and I just want you guys to understand that. I'm just, I'm, I, I want to talk to you. And maybe the podcast, maybe this format is good for me because then I don't feel like I'm stepping on anybody's toes. Because I'm not good at having, I'm not good at having conversations. I'd rather everybody just shut the fuck up and listen. Because nobody shut the fuck up and listened to me. And they should be fucking listening. Because I've got great things to say. I've got good things to say. I've got wise things to say. And I don't give a fuck how arrogant that sounds to you. I've got great things to say. You know how I know that? You know how I know that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you how I know that. Because I listen to my own podcasts. When it's just me. I listen to my own voice. And it brings me so much comfort. So. That's how I know. Anyway, where did I go? Why is my essence so fragile and fickle? Ah, maybe two. I am focusing on the incorrect factors of what makes life worth living. I suppose I have been for a long time. Rewiring this brain of mine seems an impossibly difficult undertaking. I feel discouraged that I'll ever have some lasting sense of wholeness and quote-unquote normalcy. Am I enough? Am I broken beyond repair? Why do I rebel against the be the lessons being sent to me? I have felt the helpful influence of meditation, of keeping a journal, of eating well and exercise. So why don't I wake up every day excited to put these into practice again and continue to feel happy? Why don't I believe I deserve that? Past relationships slash friendships? Familiar relationships? Mm. And then I wrote, too ego-driven. And there it is. Seeking external reasons. External... <clears throat> seeking external reasons for internal issues is madness. Seeking external reasons for internal issues is madness. What I meant by that, and what it meant to me when I wrote that, the, the experiences that I've had, right, they're done. <laughs> They've happened. They're over. It's done. So, so, so trying to, so, 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 so trying to, com, to, all right, so external reasons, 
what I mean by that is, you know, externally, at one point, and maybe many points, a girlfriend, a person treated me this way so many times that this and this and this happened. And then I internalized and then reacted. And then this and this and that happened. Right? Um, what I mean is, it's not happening right now. Literally, point of fact, in reality, my feet, my body's feet are on the cold concrete. There's a car driving by. There's a beautiful summertime breeze. I love the smell of the air right now. I've become so addicted to past trauma, to feeling something. that I forget or mm, more aptly ignore mm, I ignore what is right here here right now right fucking now It's a wild concept to even fucking begin to think about it because you can't think about it. You just have to experience it moment to moment, flow with it. <laughs> it's blissful. It's unknown. And the unknown is scary for those that fear it. Hashtag me. <laughs> and like that um, doctor, I've never, I haven't researched his credentials, so take it for what it's worth. But he does say. If you're afraid of the unknown, the future, the best way to uh, deal with that uncertainty is to create it in your mind. Because science is catching up with the law of attraction. 
they can measure it now. If the mind can create disease, the mind can create ease within the body. Your body is a direct manifestation of your subconscious well-being. put it to you more personally. My body is a direct manifestation of my subconscious. And my body is doing good, but <laughs> it's liable and fallible. And it's, it, it's ready to snap. But I take comfort in the fact that I can't fucking go through with it. I can't end it. That even though I dragged the blade, held the belt, I still have hope. I still have hope that it will, that I will get better. And you know what, you guys? Here's, here's, I'll, I'll end this on the positive note. It's been a long time. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, here's the positive note, my guys. My dudes, my dudes, and my babies. My sweetheart Jessica came over today, and I'll tell you, I have, n I, I, I don't remember. Anyway, I felt so present with her. I felt so real being with her. And I was so grateful that I held on because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to experience this day with her and that love making with her. It was absolutely beautiful. And I love that woman to absolute fucking pieces. And if I had dragged that blade just a little bit harder or held that belt around my neck for a little longer, I wouldn't have had that experience with her. And I'm telling you, me as hard as this life is that moment this this day with her is worth it fucking worth it i bailed on work today i know i'm gonna have to deal with the consequences tomorrow don't care i mean I'll, i mean i do care but 
I can take it. I, I'm okay with it. Because... Because Jessica loves me. I know that sounds external. But it doesn't feel that way. And yeah, it does feel a little bit, but... My God. I want her to know that I'm just so fucking proud of her. So happy and grateful. Dude, she keeps choosing me. That's so mental. I mean, wild. That, that um... It's wonderful, is what it is. It's absolutely wonderful. Maybe, you guys, maybe maybe look for who, who chooses you, you know? Maybe, sh maybe show them. Or tell them. If you don't have the, the strength to tell them. Or show them. I don't know. You guys just. It's so dope. I'm so happy and grateful. That at the end of the day. There is somebody. There is somebody. No matter what I do. Apparently. She fucking loves me. She wants to be with me, and that is so fucking wonderful. Through all my growth and all my, my shortcomings and all of it. And you guys, I feel the exact same fucking way with her. I don't, she can't do any, like, wrong. Because I know she's just as genuine as I am. She's so fucking beautiful. God, I'm so fucking blessed. Oh, I got a lot. I've got a long way to go. A lot of neural pathways to rewire, rewire, and all that, but. Like I said, I want to always leave every podcast like it's the last one I'm going to leave with you. So I'll leave you with this. Vulnerability is scary. I know. But on the other side. Fuck. I've never felt more alive. I'll leave you with this too. Be be nice to yourselves. I'm still learning how to do that. To be nice to myself. I'm such a fucking asshole to myself. But it's gonna it, it takes it takes a bit of time and it takes a bit of concerted effort and it's not fucking gonna you know, I mean I guess it 
however you want to believe it's going to happen, it can happen overnight or whatever the fuck that means because time is just whatever. Too many qualifiers. If you want it bad enough, trust yourself. Give it a go. You're worth it. You're fucking worth it. Peace and blessings.